Hi there, y'all, and welcome to Completely Fucking Clueless. My name is Audrey Jean Flowers. And I am Sarah Alice Liddy, and we both use she, her pronouns. That's it. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Hey. Hey, hey. Okay, I'm going to start this off by saying I got Hailey Bieber glazed donut nails. Ooh. Okay, they look really nice. I... I don't know what I was expecting. It wasn't this. Um, my nail artist, I yeah, I guess I call her a nail artist. I was about to call her a nail esthetician, but I, that, was, that was not correct. Um, you may know her if you're like in the New York scene. Like a lot of the New York influencer girlies go to her. And that's how I figured out, found out about her earlier in the year, like in the fall. Her name is Mickey Nailco on instagram and she does a really great job and i literally went in and i was like i want the Haley bieber thing and she knew exactly what i was talking about of course she did um i feel like these nails would be really great for somebody that's getting married yes but i'm not getting married i feel like they're really good for someone who's very into like neutrals yeah and just wants something simple and classic that'll match with everything yeah i like it it definitely makes me feel like a classy gal but i think i'm like i should have probably gotten like a more fun summery color yeah it's pretty again unless i was like going to like prom or getting married it's probably not something i would do yeah it was a lot cheaper though because i didn't get any nail art so yeah thank you for helping me save that good good money Haley bieber Wait, have you on TikTok, have you heard of the Hailey Bieber like smoothie phenomenon? No. Oh my God. You weren't on that side of TikTok where everybody, okay. Do you know that store in LA? I also like wasn't on TikTok for a week as that's, part of it. Okay. So I might've so just true. missed it. Okay. So like Aaron is the Air name of the smoothie one, Yes. Place? Okay. Yeah. Literally, I really just want to go to LA so I can experience Erwan. But I think they're done selling her smoothie because it was like a limited time thing. Mm. But it was like literally, I think it was like 16 bucks. It was like super outrageously expensive. And like everyone and their mother was going to get this Hailey Bieber smoothie. And it was all super, it was pink. It was so cute. (gasps) It would have matched our aesthetic really well. Oh, I love pink. I know. But apparently everything at this like Erwan place is super expensive. That's what I've heard. Like, it's, like, not cheap whatsoever. No. Like, I think I watched a James Charles YouTube video, and I think, like, on lunch alone, they spent, like, a 100 bucks. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's even more expensive than Whole Foods. L.A., it'd be expensive. I know. I'm definitely not an L.A. girly. No, I definitely, like, I think I'll like visiting, but never going to be. If only because I, I, my body cannot handle that heat year-round. Yeah, but I feel like... If you live in like specific areas, it's like 70 and amazing all year. Yeah, but there's also just so much driving yeah. and like. And apparently the traffic there is just awful. so unreal. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's going to be a hard pass for me. Okay. Well, we're not LA girlies. Anyways, how was your week? <laughs> um, Good. It hasn't been that long since we last recorded. It was Sunday. It's now Friday. Almost a, almost a week. Yeah. I think because I was home, it didn't feel that long. Yeah. Um, it was good. Uh, yeah, you went back home. Yeah. I, I. So as in the last episode, I suddenly remembered that uh, I was supposed to go home this week. <laughs> um, so last minute, got myself train ticket and got my booty up to Massachusetts. Um, I knew it was really nice. My parents, like the house is a little more settled. They have part of like the patio in the backyard done. Ooh. Um, and so I got to see my sister, Rachel, who I don't get to oh. see really often cause she's nice. training. Um, but we all came home cause my brother and his family were visiting. Um, and so he five months ago had a, a second daughter. So I got to meet her and <laughs> 
we'd been going back and forth of whether or not it was Madeline or Madeline. And then we confirmed with the parents that it was Madeline. But I've heard both of them call her Madeline as well. So that's confusing. Really confusing. Yeah. I'm just decided that as soon as like it's age appropriate, I'm just going to start calling her Maddie, whether she likes it or not. Yeah. Um, just go hard in on the nickname. Um, but she's <laughs> she's absolutely precious. Like the my my other nieces and my nephew, uh, I was a lot younger when they were like babies. So yeah. like, I didn't really care slash they just kind of grossed me out. Um, and babies still do kind of gross me out. But yeah, sh- she was very cute. Very cute. Um, and I hadn't seen Adele, who's her older sister in ages. Mm. Um, so it was really nice. And it was so cute to get to see them together. Like Aww. Tessa usually is all about like hanging out with like the younger adults yeah she did not give a flying fuck about us no and it was so precious to see like i grew up with all of my cousins and that was such like a big part of growing up a hundred percent and so it was really fun to like see them all together and it was just it was really precious like yeah it just made my heart really happy and it was it was nice to go home and cooked some got shoobies obviously i'm so jealous what did you get um i got the vbc oh okay uh and then i also got myself another pharmacy candle to bring back here Ooh, <laughs> did you get any cookies that's what i did I, get one cookie oh those cookies at that place were so good i was like in love but i want to say that i was on top of the trend for something i have listened to two of my favorite podcasts this week the morning toast and giggly squad which have very big followings and Giggly Squad talked about Hermes TikTok and how Hermes TikTok is dominating. <laughs> and then the Morning Toast was talking about how like controversial reboots are. And I was just like, I am a trendsetter. The they definitely listen to our podcast. Have you seen um, JC's TikToks about Kendall Jenner, Jenner copying her? Literally a part us. of me wanted to make a TikTok and be like, I think they're copying us. Like, how did you hear of Completely Fucking Clueless? I know you're listening behind the scenes. Like, it's okay. Just admit it. <laughs> You're very on trend, whereas I'm not sure I've ever once even caught a trend while it was happening. I just, I feel like because I did not like have TikTok, literally, I have not had TikTok for even a year yet. And then I know weird, right? And then like, like understanding what trends are Mm -hmm. and how to follow them. And even like, just like, oh, are you on this FY? Are you on this FY? Wait words fyp that's it are you on this fyp page and now i'm like i'm on the ones that are trending (laughs) um still don't have a birkin though so i I have nothing to report from Hermes tiktok besides it's just making me jealous (laughs) like all these people that literally have like birkins like probably like homes are worth the amount of birkins i have it's insanity Dude, I don't know. I know. And then they just keep buying them. And I'm just like, where is this money coming from? Like, how, how, like, where do I get this? Everything in our country is designed around keeping the rich rich. And, you know, that uh, wealth gap just keeps growing every (sighs) single year. Live, love, America. Live, laugh, love. (laughs) Anyways, do you have any coolest moments? Do you have anything you want to say from your week? Oh, I, I literally didn't even think yeah. about that. What happened to me this week? Um, <laughs> What happened to me this week? Honestly, I've just been the last two weeks. There hasn't been as much like stuff going on. So mm-hmm. I've just been 
laying low and, Love that. and chilling. Um, chilling like a villain. Chilling like a villain. Really, that's it. I feel like I've been taking a lot of naps. <laughs> like, if, if you want me to be honest, like I have been taking so many naps and I don't know what it is about like a nap in the middle of the day in the summer, but it's just really hitting. Particularly if you're like lying in like inside but in the sun yes it's like unmatched i'm like the other day i took a nap for like the first time in so long and i was like that was incredible and then you're like this is why naps are incredible but then your sleep sleep schedule gets so fucked up and you're like this is why naps are not incredible yeah yeah yeah. so that's it i really did not have an eventful week lit yeah just trying to get us to 15k on tiktok so please go follow our tiktok (laughs) <laughs> subtle plug subtle plug i know um but yeah that's about it awesome really not eventful do you have any clueless moments yes i do i have like two little silly clueless moments so my first one is my dad is so insane about the dryer and the washer <laughs> and like the laundry in general and i just don't get why like he is the dictator of the washing and drying machine like I will I like to do my laundry on my own because sometimes and the end of the story will show you why sometimes my things get shrunk in the dryer because they're not supposed to go in the dryer. So I had put a load in and my dad put all of it in the washer and there was I mean in the dryer and there was this really cute reformation skirt in there and it got shrunk and I was very upset and i was like why couldn't you just like call me and ask me if there's anything in the washer and he's like it doesn't work like that like if you're gonna do your laundry you need to be here and put your laundry in the dryer like right when it hits the dot like he'll literally text me and he'll be like the washer just beeped i was like no one is gonna steal my laundry here like why do i have to get up right now and do it i'm like you are crazy over the laundry like why i don't know i don't know he's been like so crazy over the laundry and like we're running a laundromat at this point. Like with the, like it's <laughs> fucking crazy. So that was my first moment. I was just like, why are you so fucking crazy over this laundry? And then my second little clueless moment was just like, why am I so tired? Dude, I've been feeling that too. Like these last two weeks, I don't know if things have like slowed down, but I just feel so tired and it's making it so hard to like get anything done. My first night that I was home, like I got in in the evening and like had dinner with my family and I was so fucking tired that literally like we hit 930 and I was like, I'm going to bed. And they were like, are you like actually going to bed? And I was like, yeah, I think they all thought I was going to like go upstairs and like read or watch TV. No, I washed my face, brushed my teeth and I went to bed and I slept solidly until eight the next morning. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Literally last night I was falling asleep at 830 and I was like, it's too early to go to sleep. So I like got myself more awake and stayed up until like 11 or something. But I have been like going to sleep relatively early and then waking up like relatively late, like at 9 a.m. And then like needing a nap. Yeah. I'm like, what is up? Dude, I don't know. I haven't slept this much in so long. Dude, I don't know. I know. It's so weird. And then I'm like, am I sick? And I'm like, no, I'm not sick. Maybe it's not like second puberty. Our bodies need more energy for second puberty. Well, I was literally thinking, I was like, this reminds me of like living here as a teenager. (laughs) And literally, like my brother Aiden sleeps like all day long. Like it's insane. I'm like, how are you sleeping this much? I feel like I didn't do that when I was a teen. Oh, I well, slept so much. No, I guess I just didn't do it when I was home. But mm. most of when I was a teen, I wasn't home. Exactly. So I guess 
I did do it as a teen, just never when my family was around. Yeah, I've just been feeling very lazy, very sleepy, and I don't understand why. And I, I don't love feeling sleepy because then that makes me feel like sad and depressed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the tea. What are your clueless moments? Clueless moments of the week. <laughs> Had to throw that in there. <laughs> Always got to throw in the singing. Um. So my like, they're both like, Neither are particularly big or small. They're on the smaller side. Okay. My first one is, I just really don't get how people don't believe in climate change when the weather be like this. Oh my gosh. People are dying from the heat. Yeah. And like, I know that it's not about that. And I know that like, for like, there's definitely a lot of people who like are climate deniers who like know that it's real. They just don't give a fuck and they're profiting off of it. But like, for the people who don't think it's real, dude, what? Uh, <laughs> it's very real. Yeah. Like, the last couple of weeks have been hot. You know what? Okay, you know what proves to me that it's real is when I was younger and living in New York, like in grade school, elementary school, I remember like two weeks into September, I would need a jacket. Like, it would oh, be yeah. cold. Like, I remember October's where it had already snowed. Oh, yeah. Now, you can wear a tank. Fall used to start in September. Literally. I remember, like, we would go back to school and maybe you'd get to wear shorts for, like, a week or two. And then it would get cold out. And now it's, like, literally October happens and you're still in a tank top. Like, November, you're still in a tank top. And it was crazy because I remember our first semester, like, fall semester down at Elon. I was like, wow, it stays hot here for so long. And then by the time I came home, uh, like, I needed to leave my junior fall and was home. I literally was at, like, a sporting game in October in a full tank top. And I was like, wait, now it feels like North Carolina in New York. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, there are more floods and droughts. And yes. Just everything's getting more extreme. So a real bummer. But I'm just like. How? Um, the other one kind of ties into what I was talking about earlier and is like a, a realization that I was talking to. Uh, <laughs> so when I was home that morning, uh, I FaceTimed Julia yes. and I was talking to her and I was she was like, oh, I wish I could like see your family. And I was like, why don't you just come here? So I made Julia drive up to Marblehead just to hang out with me for Aww. a little while. Um, but I had a chat with her and... Like, again, with realizing, like, family really does mean a lot to me. And as much as, like, it feels kind of silly, like, my family holidays are really important to me. And, like, missing them, particularly when, like, I live alone in New York, which I really do love. But, like, most of my friends are, like, relatively close to the area. So they usually go home. And, like, it really sucked being alone here for the holidays. And, like, I really hated missing, like, my like my family does a lot of stuff for them. And, like I like, as much as it's silly, I really missed missing those holidays yeah and like it's one thing if it's like for something you love but like like I'm starting to like already reach a point where it's like missing those like big family moments for me is not worth it for like a retail job and mm. so like I it's struggling I've been thinking about this and like I can't figure out what would be a better job because like most sort of like part-time flexible work jobs often require you to work holidays yeah um but i just i i really don't want to sacrifice that time with my family anymore yeah you know what's interesting the other day i was thinking about stuff like this i was thinking about like i definitely want to move out of my parents house and stuff like that 
but I was like, a part of me was questioning actually if I wanted to move to the city. Yeah. Because I was like, I was like, I don't know if it will feel like this. Like, I love coming here and doing our work, doing whatever work requires me in the city or going to dinner, going out. But I love that I can drive 40 minutes and it's like I'm in a suburb. Like, it's calmer there. There's not as much hustle and bustle. It's like maybe five degrees cooler. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was thinking about like something very similar the other day in like, and I was like, wait, why this is weird. I'm 24. Like this is, I, I shouldn't be thinking like this. Yeah. No, I, 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 if you had asked me that a couple of years ago, I would have never thought that's how I would feel. Yeah. Well, holidays, especially with the fam are just so special. Yeah. Um, and it's like you want to be there and you want to have those like special times with them. Yeah. Wait, but I do have an update for you on. Um, remember last week when we were talking about you were like, if I had a partner, like I want their family to suck so that we always go to <laughs> one of our listeners DM'd us and was like, I love the episode this week. And by the way, I could not have related more to something. And I thought it was so funny. And I just wanted to mention that. Like, it's a horrible thing to want, but like. Maybe um I mean I am super biased, but I think my family does holidays well. You know what? Olivia's family like drinks a lot. So. <laughs> Sorry, I maybe shouldn't have said that on air, but anyways. my family also drinks a lot. Yeah, so I was like, I could get down with this. Like, I don't know. I feel like their parents are like we have good conversations. So I'm like, I think I could go either way. But I just it- feel like even just within my own side, like I have relationships with very few people on my dad's side but we had so much family on my mom's side that like didn't fucking matter i'm like that would be great like i've got enough family happening like with six kids yeah like, that's i've so got true. plenty of family that's we don't so need true. yours <laughs> i'm a mean person oh my goodness well anyway let's get into what we're going to talk about this episode the best and the worst of the first half of 2022 now don't <laughs> come for us considering it's way over halfway through well you know what i thought about is that we're almost six months into the podcast so it could be either or yes yes we thought about that it was planned and we are smart i know i actually this is a really good and i was like people should do this with their lives because today i like went and i reflected and i was like wait like what has happened this year so far what have i been loving what have i been not loving like and then you can like move into the next half my memory has been so bad that i literally just went through my entire camera roll of 2022 because i otherwise would have no idea what i done this year literally i was gonna say that's exactly what i did i went through my camera roll but there were some specific moments that i could like right on the bat where like this is it and this is not it yeah my my memory's really not good but you know what's just so weird is that we're like halfway through 2022 we're over halfway over halfway i'm just like where has the time 2023 really doesn't sound like a real year right that sounds like the future right like 2023 just sounds weird in my mind and that means i'll be turning 25 which sounds even weirder in my mind yeah, I'm turning 24 this year and then 2023 I'll turn 25. And oh my god, I was talk my parents decided to bring up the like <laughs> the like health insurance of like oh. oh, when you turn 26, I'm like, yeah, that clock feels like it's counting down fast. It's coming really fast and um I'm just doing what I usually do and I avoid. I'm just like not thinking about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm like, mm, before then I need to have some sort of job or situation where I have insurance. You know what? I don't think that um, our government has realized that everybody is always uncertain and that they shouldn't stop uncertainty at 26. Like how, like, they're... I feel like they're well, trying like, to say like I by don't think the twenty six is the issue. Like I, I get why that is an age cutoff to be off your parents' insurance. Yeah, but I do also think that like Could there you... should be universal health care. Right. Like I, I don't think that everyone because like not everyone can stay on their parents' health insurance. Not everyone has like parents they can get health insurance from. Per. But I do think like the health of all is for the good of all of us. If this pandemic has proved anything, I think it has shown that that like public health is important and like. People deserve, you know, just like basic care. Yeah. And our entire insurance system is uh, terrible. Per period. There you go. Yeah. Well, what should we start with? The best? Should we end on the best? I feel like maybe we should end on the best. Yes. I didn't separate mine into worst and best. I just did it chronologically. Oh, okay. I separated mine between best and worst, but we can go either way. I do want to get more wine before we start. Yes, guys, we're drinking this episode. And I didn't have ice cubes. So so we're putting, we put frozen pineapple in the wine (laughs) because, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't always have ice cubes. They require me remembering to do something. You know, it actually tastes good, but we're drinking rosé from one of my favorite vineyards, Tambor Bay. Thank you to Papa Lids for sponsoring today. Dude, because I was home, drank so much rosé. Oh, yeah. Which rosé did you guys drink? Hampton Water. Hampton Water. I drank so much Hampton Water. You know what? Hampton Water sponsor us. They've commented on my TikTok. They DM'd me back on Instagram. I just think the next step is a partnership. I agree. My family goes through a lot of that we will go back if hampton water sponsors us we will go back to marblehead with the hampton water and include the family in in the oh yeah in the drinking escapades oh yeah my dad poured me a glass i made a tiktok about this he poured me a glass (laughs) and i was like you can like i made a face of like do a little bit more and so then he just decided to empty the bottle into my glass and i was like okay i'd ask for like a little bit more so i didn't have to like get up in like 10 minutes not just the remaining third of a bottle. See, to me, a glass of wine is a full cup of wine. I just don't like when my dad pours me a glass and it's literally like two inches of the glass or uh, maybe that's a wrong metric there. I'm like, this is silly. This is stupid. Like, I'm just going to have to refill it. In right. a few. So I'm just like pour that whole glass up. But I do admit like it looks less classy when you have it filled to 100% like 100% like less classy. It's like. I remember when I would come back from college and my friends and I would do like our wine nights. Like that's what we would do. We would fill them up to the brim. I I think I'll never forget just such a aggressive memory will be like in the pandemic. Our senior year, like when things were a little bit better and like we had our initial vaccines, I think we like would have very, very small group gatherings. Like it was literally like it was my apartment and then we had two girls over and we stayed masked. But what we did was I literally had a glass of wine and then I had a straw in it and I'd feed the straw up my mask. Drinking wine through a straw. Weird. Weird. Really weird. TBT. What a hard time. Okay. So let's do the best and worst of our year of our podcast year so far. Uh, um, we're going to start with worst so that we can finish on a very high note. How much of a bummer would it be if we started with best and then we had to just end on worst and then we ended with like, 
Yeah, and I've continued being really depressed. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> I know. Honestly, when I was looking at the year so far, there was a lot that I am happy about. Same. It's. I've been in a confusing period. Yeah, I think a lot of my like like negative or quote unquote bad um like things are emotions and thoughts because I have generalized anxiety disorder you never never um anyways let me i wrote a lot of things um okay so the first thing that i have wow i just like wrote like i'm showing audrey i just wrote a bunch of shit mine are just very short bullet points and i should have done bullet points i don't know why i decided to literally write a bibliography not a bibliography a biography on like my sad times um (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I guess one, all of these are feelings and thoughts. Like, I mean, one of them is something that actually happened, but everything else I'm just like is a thought or a feeling. Um, One feeling that I have really hated that has come in 2022 is that I have to like feeling like I have to succumb to what the world wants of me. Mm -hmm. Like feeling like I need to just get like an office nine to five because that's the only way that I am going to like make money be able to move out, like be able to be independent is like, it's just like, I feel like I have to go this very generic normal route. I, I like yours are all feelings. Mine are all events. Okay, great. For the most part. So we're, we're giving variety, we're giving you guys variety, but yeah, that I've just been feeling, especially lately is just like feeling like I don't know how to make my dream life out of like, not, like succumbing to the very traditional I've been feeling it in the way of like wanting comfort and stability and like wanting some security and like just really not having that and like it's tiring not having that and I'm like as much as that's not I think really what I want like it would provide a lot of things like I would get to be able to spend the holidays with my family my paycheck would be consistent or more consistent month to month like I'd have more structure built into my day right No, I feel that I feel like that's a thing is like I feel like you. I want some sort of financial security and independence. I want to be able to move out. And like currently I'm just like, how am I going to make that work? Because I'm like, okay, let me go back to theater. But even if I went back to theater, I would be in the same position. Yeah. You know, it's like it's just really hard. Do you want to know the funny flip side that I have of that? What is like I both want to get a nine to five for certain reasons but then don't want to for other reasons but then the other half of my brain is like well you wouldn't even be able to get one like i have no other qualifications besides a bfa music theater and i know that like degrees don't matter as much it's about skills but like like i on paper have no proof that i would be good or useful for any actual traditional job yeah so like there's a part of me feeling like oh i have like i know these skills do transfer in reality but like as far as like if I was applying, like right. I wouldn't be a top candidate. Right. I just feel like there's like a part of me that would be like, oh, I'd be really good like doing social media for like a company. But I have no marketing experience. No. Like zilts, zero. Um, but yeah, I just hate that our world functions in such a specific way. And in order to make money, I feel like I have to be that specific way. 
And maybe I'm just not being patient enough and not giving it time enough. And I need to suck it up and like realize that like, this is my situation. But yeah, I think something we're both prone to is like, we both want to have everything. We yeah. don't <laughs> or like this. This is going to sound more of a read. So I'm actually saying this is more about myself. Like I really struggle with deciding what I want to sacrifice. Yeah. And yeah. Me too. I, I haven't quite figured out the things that I am willing to sacrifice and then the things that I'm not. And like my, I want to be able to find a way to make it so that I don't have to like sacrifice any of the things I want. But unfortunately I don't think that's how life tends to super work. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you say that that's very true. I feel like I want it all. I want to not have to work a nine to five, make a lot of money, live on my own, do what I love every day. But that may just like not be very realistic bummer that was so depressing anyways tell us an event <laughs> so right off the the start of the new year uh or at the holidays my entire family came down with covid i didn't right. get it and also everyone i knew at the very beginning of january got covid let's let's talk about how depressing it was to come into 2022 with the omicron variant oh yeah real bummer january i think the whole world was depressed i was alone new year's eve and new year's day uh, I literally did not see a single human right i remember that i remember communicating it was with you. just such a bummer and then all of my friends and my family had it in the very beginning of january right as the people i knew were just exiting quarantine I tested positive. Yeah. So I really went like three weeks without having like meaningful human interaction. Yeah. I remember that. So that kind of started things on a rough foot. And I feel like we've been like kind of struggling to get back on the horse since that. I know. I feel like everyone's like 2020 was the worst year. And I'm not saying it wasn't. It definitely was. But I'm, I, I still feel the continuing effects from 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, th I I wonder if 2023 will be the year that things seem just, like, the tattest bit more normal. I saw something, I think, on Overheard New York's Instagram, and it's like, I'm 25, but if you adjust for, uh, instead of adjusting yes. for inflation, if you adjust for the pandemic, I'm 22. Yes, I know. And I feel like I'm acting that way because I love going out. It's like, you know, but... I feel like I'm also 24 and can also love going out. Yeah, I'm realizing my perceptions of ages were maybe a little bit off. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, what is another feeling? I guess this is still continuing on with the same. Oh, oh, let's do this one. So I have been dealing with this entire year, this feeling that I don't know how to trust myself. Mm. Um, like, for example, uh, with theater, some days I'm like, I am making the right decision by taking a break. And then some days I'm like, am I avoiding it? Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to trust myself. Like another um, example is like when I am like relaxing in my bed, I'm like, am I being lazy or am I resting? Like I have such a hard time trusting myself and my thoughts. And it's just like, I go bing bong, bing bong, like back. <laughs> Remember that TikTok? Do you remember that? It was popular around Christmas. It was like something, some bing bong. Oh, yes. oh my God. Yes. 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 I remember not understanding it. Yeah. Anyways, digressing. But um, I just feel like I have such a hard time like trusting, like what is real? Like, am I actually being lazy or am I actually resting? Like, do I actually want to do theater or do, am I actually avoiding? Dude, I don't know. There's a part of me that definitely is like, oh, 
every relationship and sense of personality or whatever as I'm perceived of the world is all fake and that I am actually just a uh, long-term and very good uh, liar and that everything I've done is a front and is false. That is so interesting. I just, it's so weird because I think like the first time this came up for me, which uh, is one of my worst points of 2022 was when my partner and I decided to take a break. And it was because I literally didn't know how to trust myself, like myself and my thoughts. And I still struggle with it all the time. Um, And it's just interesting because I think I've always had these very obsessive anxiety reddening thoughts. Like that's why I have the hashtag mental illness, but (laughs) I don't think I realized like it was this, like this idea of like not being able to trust myself. I think also part of it is like kind of like how like after you graduate, like your life was always structured for you and you have to refigure it out. Like you, there weren't that many opportunities to like truly trust yourself. Everything was sort of guided and within other people's settings and whatever that's like true out in the real like i think the times that we probably would have gotten to really test whether or not we trust ourselves would have been things we would have done senior year that right. didn't happen because of the pandemic right um so we kind of missed that fundamental step of like getting to take a risk and like figure out whether like we sink or swim yeah and so now we're still like trying to figure out whether or not we are a trustworthy person. Right. I have to say, though, this conversation is reminding me of a TikTok I put up. I think I already mentioned it in this episode once. Um, I was basically saying to the to the people, like, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. And all the responses have been so great and supportive, which is amazing. But something I'm realizing is people that are older who will comment and be like, girl, 20s is the time to like make all the mistakes that you can make. Like people are like make mistakes. I think as somebody that has anxiety, it's so hard to make mistakes or like whatever. But I think hearing continually hearing that from older people to like just go for things, make mistakes, like try everything is reassuring. Um, But yeah, I think it's been just not a great experience feeling like you can't trust your own brain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine is sort of building, but like the, it was my first winter in the city. Oh. Um, and like, it's, a, like, I've always just had a rougher time in winters. Um, and I think just starting off on that, like, just such a bad foot. Yes. Just made, like, coming into the rest of the year really hard. And, like, there's been a lot of great moments. And I've, like, really loved a lot of things that I'm doing. But I feel like like I, I didn't quite have enough support structures built in for, like, that first really lonely winter. Yeah. And, like it was just hard and I feel like I'm still feeling the repercussions of that. Yeah. I got to say this winter was the first time I realized that seasonal seasonal depression was real. Oh yeah. No, never do well in winters. I get like, I just don't think like, you know, when your brain finally clicks and you're like, Oh my God. Like I just wouldn't do anything. The sun would go down at 5 PM and I wouldn't do anything after the sun went down. I don't know how I'm going to like do another winter because right now and like this spring, I have genuine, not genuinely, generally, general, general. I don't know what the rest of your sentence you're going for. So I'm not sure which word generally I've, (laughs) um, what's it called this spring and this summer I have generally felt like, good like sure there's low moments there's low weeks but overall like I'm happy 
and that's because of the fucking sunlight <laughs> and that's because it's not pitch black dark at 4 p.m and i feel like i can actually have like a day yeah i'm yeah. oh my god now that you've said that i'm i'm getting nervous for the winter <laughs> it's a ways away we got time we got I time know. But I agree with that sentiment and statement, particularly after the holidays are over, because at least like the all the fun stuff of winter, I kind of feel like happens in the first half. And so then the second half is just a huge fucking bummer. It is like January and February. It's like what's happening there. That's interesting. And then that's why cuffing season happens. It's because like you you're lonely. You're lonely. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, this this worst section really well, continues. We're being honest, yeah, you know. Um, so, um, I talked about it in the little in a little bit of my last worst like feeling thought, but a situation that actually happened that was worse was when my partner and I took a break. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like really hard. Um, I think anybody who takes a break from their relationship can say that that's hard or like breaks up with somebody whatever like it's just like not a fun time and it also literally happened during my birthday (laughs) so it was just like it's so worse it was not fun um but I will say I learned a lot yeah I learned that you need to communicate with people and I also had a recent event that happened to me that made me like realize I'm like wait if you would have told me how you were feeling earlier and i would have told you how i was feeling this wouldn't have been such a thing the older i get like i remember watching rom-coms as a kid and being like almost every rom-com all the issues just come from like no one is communicating anything and i was like how does this happen like just speak to each other and yeah they're heightened and like that's not how reality works but i now get it and like oh we're all just awful at communicating anything yeah. to anyone literally and that's what i realized from that situation was like i held in feelings for so long because i was so scared of them and then like there was this huge thing, but if I would have just like communicated how I was feeling and we worked through that together, like it would have been like, you know, so that was not my, my most shining moment. Yeah. Yeah. On the theme of breaks, breakups, etc. Romance. I mean, this is not at all to do with romance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, oh yeah. yeah. I had like, I think my first like actual sort of like, friend breakup that I've ever had like I've had people who like we've sort of like grown apart or fallen out of touch but I've never like sort of had like like it isn't necessarily done forever but like we are not friends right now and like that was a conscious decision that was made by like a discussion that the two of us both had together yeah and I've I don't think I've ever had that like I've had a lot of friendships that have just sort of faded but like never had one sort of like hard stop like that and it it really was hard. And I think like I really struggled with the idea of like allowing myself to sort of mourn it at first. Yeah. Because like as much as it was not a romantic relationship, it was someone I knew well, like was someone I was close with, spent time with, like had a relationship with. Right. And like I won't go into the details of it, but it was just like it really it, it broke my heart. Um, And it was... Like, I, I was more emotional from that than I was when I broke up with my ex. Admittedly, that's because he had broken up with me twice, two months beforehand. So I think I'd already kind of emotionally distanced myself. Yeah. But it, it was it was really brutal. And it, it sucked. Yeah. Allow the space to, like, 
when you do have those friendship breakups to mourn them. I agree with that. Like, I think friendships in your 20s, they they really do change because in my opinion, like when we're in high school and in college, like friendships can take more of a priority. I'm not saying that my friendships aren't important to me now. They are extremely important to me, but life happens and you get busy and there's things that are going on and like they take a little bit more of a backseat than when you're in school. And I think we also like sort of like that we've talked about with friendships in previous episodes, like we start to sort of solidify who we are as people and like the values and the things that we care about and the things like we start drawing boundaries. A hundred percent. And sometimes those boundaries have costs. Yeah. Which is really heartbreaking, but like is the cost is the way it is. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree. Yeah, friendships are friendships are tough, dude. Don't tell or tell tell. Is that how the saying goes? Tell, tell me, me about, about it. it. <laughs> tell me about it, stud. stud. I was literally about to say the same thing. We're terrible. I got chills. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my last like general like thing is I just feel like literally since the end of May, it's like June and July. I have just been really struggling with feeling so uncertain about life which I know is the theme of this podcast but I think it's important to bring it up and to be honest about it when it is coming up because I think when we started the podcast I was so like we were growing really quickly and so I was really encompassed by that and then when things like took more of a plateau or they were inclining just like not as fast as that like first like month and a half I was like what the fuck am I doing with my life and I'm still like that like any open moment for myself to judge myself like I do it and it's just really confusing because you know we're about to go into a new fall season and right now I'm like still a nanny and that's like and I think like somewhere in my brain in my stupid brain I was like yeah like I'll nanny for a year but by the time the year is up like I'll have a more important job or whatever and now that I haven't reached that like weirdly defined milestone in my head I'm starting to really judge myself and yeah the theme of the last couple months has just been really judging myself and judging everything that I do even though it's like uh, we'll talk about the greatest moments of 2022 and there's so many things that I'm doing that are so great for myself but you can't recognize those yeah you know yeah mine is very similar oh Um, go for it so I actually, I anticipated the one year of graduation hitting me a lot harder than it did. And like, I had feelings about it, but not that many. The thing that actually hit me really hard was I honestly, a month and one day ago, I hit a full year in the city. Okay. Um, so June 28th, I hit a full year. And I historically have been really bad about giving myself like space to like, just figure things out a little bit and to like not be so on myself about not having a result. And so I I made like a really conscious decision when I moved here that like for the first year, I was not expecting anything to happen. My only goal was just to like figure out how to like be and have my life here. Yeah. And I really, I think I was good at that for the first year. Yeah. I feel like you've created a great life here. Yeah. And I I really didn't get mad at myself for like, like not, not having any results. Yeah. Yeah. And even though that is an arbitrary thing that I made it myself, like literally even in the month month approaching my one year, 
I could feel like just that like anxiety and fear and like negative voice creeping in in the back of my mind. And now that I'm over it, like similar to you, that like feeling of like, really, I I don't have a direction right now. And like, I remember back in February, I was talking with a friend at Lulu and someone referenced like something a year from then. And I was like, oh God, like there's nothing bad with being at Lulu a year from now. It's just like, I think we all think that like we're going to be the one who like doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be like, cause we're special. So it's like, I, it's really difficult that I'm entering my second year and I feel like I have less of a direction than when I started the first one. Yeah. And like, I really, I really am not sure what I want. And I both want a lot of things and both, and also don't like any of the options. And so I feel like, I've just like kind of come to like a weird paralysis of like, I'm afraid of choosing an option and having it be the wrong one. And so I've just been sort of like stalling a little bit. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that a lot. I feel like there's things that I know that I want, but I don't know how to make them happen. Or it's just, it's weird because I feel like for the majority of my life, it was like Broadway or bust. It was like, that's all I want. And it's, it's not that I don't, want to be on Broadway I mean it would be so cool but I really do feel like my mind has expanded a little bit more and that's been really confusing or like it's just it's weird not to have that one like that tunnel vision goal yeah I agree particularly after like having it for for so so long. long right and I think we can relate on that it's like we have both always and I think a lot of theater kids are like this like there is that tunnel vision and since graduating maybe your vision opens a little bit or it's just I think it opens a bit because you just get like it's confusing like it is and like there's a part of me that as much as like I hate that this feeling is true like telling people that like I have my BFA in music theater and I'm not doing music theater feels really bad it feels like a failure and I hate the idea of like even if I'm really successful five years down the road in like something that's not theater still saying like oh I have my BFA in music theater but like I never quite made it yeah like I agree with that statement a hundred percent because I I think particularly because the weird way that we went out our senior year like I haven't performed since my junior year of college that was a long time ago like it just like feels like a different lifetime yeah I think for me as well like I think, you know, I was regularly doing theater in high school and then I didn't really perform much in college and then I got an opportunity right out of college. But I feel like not performing has become so much a part of my life that it's like I don't know a life where I'm performing a bunch. Yeah. I just feel like I never really got to say like I never got to sort of have closure with it. Yeah. And I think like as much as like I'm no present like closing the door in theater or whatever, like I'm still auditioning some. I... Like, even if I succeeded at something else right now, it would feel like giving up at theater. At theater. And, like, I would always, I think, be wondering sort of what if. Because I, I just I literally, I did a play. We did the closing night my junior year. And then I just never performed again. And I had no idea that was going to be my last time performing. Yeah. 
Yeah. I remember when I was in high school and I was in Anything Goes. I was Reno Sweeney. And I remember on our closing night, I was like, after tonight, nothing is guaranteed to me anymore. Because being in high school, like I kind of knew I was going to get certain roles or certain things. But literally, I remember that night, like thinking, like, enjoy this because like nothing after this will be guaranteed to me anymore. No. Um, and that's just like a weird feeling. Um yeah, theater is still very uncertain in my mind. Same. And it's like, particularly being like two people without like agents or anything, like you're just like, it feels really directionless. And I right. think like it's really something I've spoken to a lot of friends with or spoken to a lot of friends about is like, this can happen with or without an agent. But like there are almost so many auditions that like you can like, oh my God, just completely burn yourself out trying to do all of them. But then if you don't like do them all, it feels like, uh, well, I could be doing more. Like particularly I think back to like the thing that was said to us at the A1 audition of like there's someone always working harder. I mean, not just A1s. This was kind of said by everyone. But like there's always someone who is working harder, willing to sacrifice more. And if you're not willing to sacrifice everything, someone else will and they'll get the job. Right. I think that's such like the hard part about this industry is like. After going through my mental health journey, I realized that I was giving myself to this thing in a very unhealthy way. But every professional who like came in for a masterclass or everything, everyone kept touting the importance of like having a life outside of theater and having other things that interest you. But then on the other side, they were like, but you also have to give all of your time to it. How am I supposed to do those two things? Do not possibly work together. Right. And I think it goes back to like the whole thing that we said about like like what do we want to sacrifice and what do we not want to sacrifice and that's been the hard thing i think for me with moving forward with theater is like i don't want to sacrifice like this may seem so silly to some people I don't want to sacrifice like going out with my friends at the age of 24 like we've already had to do enough of that in the pandemic i'm like I want to be able to go out and be silly i i want to be able to to breathe because for so many years I felt like I couldn't in this industry. And I, I think that's the hard thing about it is that is you're right. Like there is this mentality of you could always be doing more. So right now when I think about doing theater or like even just like singing for fun, it's like it, it already starts the anxiety. Yeah. Um, that was a long tunnel hole, but I'm glad we got into it because that's, that's the tea like about the situation. Yeah. And it's hard. Um, and I don't, I don't know where life is going to take me. And I think that's like the scariest part. Like we've said, we like, there's always been some sort of direction, but I am praying and hoping that all of this uncertainty will, will be somewhat worth it. <laughs> Some somewhere down the line. And like, I'm aware of the fact that like it can come out of the least expected place, but I hate that. I hate things being unexpected. Like that sounds terrible. I know. <laughs> I want to know what's going to happen. I, I want to be in control of the ride. You know what, what my phase of life is or like, okay, you know how on Tuk Tuk, on Tuk Tuk, you know, when, t- uh, words, you know how on TikTok, everyone's like, I'm in my this era. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm in the era where, when somebody is when you're single and somebody comes to you and is like it's gonna happen when you least expect it fuck that that is the era that i feel like i'm in with not in relationship but with like life i feel like i'm in that with just everything Uh, me too for the most part except for i love olivia and they're very steady and certain thank you if you're listening (laughs) 
<laughs> they do listen on the way to work, which is very sweet and cute. Oh, anyways, let's let's bring it to better times. Yeah, yeah. I can't do this. Sorry, sadness sorry anymore. for the sadness, everyone. But it's it's real and vulnerable. Anyways, um, okay. This is <laughs> my first bullet. Is so funny. <laughs> my first bullet says, honestly, going out. LOL. <laughs> no and it's so true i feel like toward the end of college and then obviously the pandemic threw a huge wrench in nightlife i have just been having so much fun going out in 2022 heck yeah i feel like in the fall of 2021 early 2022 i was really against going out oh my god sorry wine burps i was really (laughs) against going out because of anxiety of the way that it affected me and i don't know what the world did to make going out so much better but i am loving it literally last weekend i didn't have any plans i was like oh my god nourishing girl weekend i was like who wants to go out someone come out with me i want to go dance like i just have been having the best time going out to the red lion to henrietta hudson to all the things it's just been it's so much fun like i can't wait to go out tomorrow night like i'm so ready to go dance like (laughs) i'm ready i've learned i I genuinely do think my trick is just gonna have to be i just need a pound of celsius before i go out oh yeah so i always do it i can't believe you're just getting on the celsius trend i love a good celsius dude i'm not kidding when i said the start of this the by the time I get to a trend, they have passed. Also, the one, the your 7-Eleven has my favorite flanger, flanger, flavor, the mango and guava or I'll something to like try that. try that one. I tried the green apple one and it is straight up a green Jolly Rancher liquefied. Okay. Literally, I had never thought that. And then you said that I can't drink the green apple anymore. I, or the apple, it's just like, tell it brings me back to that. It's, it's so intense. It reminds me of, <laughs> I got like psychological testing done as a kid because things were not right um <laughs> and i remember i got it done i got it done three times as a kid i think but the only thing that i like <laughs> the memory that sticks with me is there was like a bowl of jolly ranchers outside the testing room and so i would just like the the perk of those like two days of testing one day i don't know it was a long time ago yeah um I would go to town on those Jolly Ranchers. Yummy, yummy. I like uh, the blue one. I liked blue the best. And I don't know why I associate I think- green with this place. I don't know if it's just they had a lot of green ones or what it was. But sense memory, baby. There you go. But yeah, going out this this 2022 has been so much fun. And I can't wait for more. <laughs> this is kind of an obvious one. But the first one that I have is actually talking about our photo shoot that we did. <gasps> That photo shoot, I I mean, obviously I have the podcast on this list, which I'll get to, but that photo shoot was so much fun. So much fun. We prepped and worked so hard. We have to like make that an annual thing, I think. It like felt like the first time that like any of this felt kind of real. real. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just, it was like the photographer that we had was like so much fun and like just, it, it, it felt just really great. Honestly, that okay so you know how youtubers will be like the most expensive things i've bought that are like not worth it that shoot was expensive but has been so worth it we're still using those photos still using those photos like i'm just like 
that every time I like look at those photos to use on our account, I'm like, this shoot was worth it. We're in like July, nearly August, and we can still use these. And just like the vision, I think, really came out the way that we had imagined it. Like, honestly, better than the way that we had imagined it. A hundred percent. I know. I was like thinking, I was like, oh, like if we did this annually, like what would we do next year? (laughs) But yeah, Uh, I don't know. I'm getting emotional about that. Um, But yeah, so like, I don't know. That just it felt it was really cool. It was. It was really cool to do. And it was so much fun. It was. It was very theatrical in a way. Because it was like almost like putting on a character. Like we had these outfits. And mm-hmm. it was like. And we had props. Props. And then at the end of the day eating that really cold pizza. Because we were starving. And then we had to open the rosé bottle with like some <gasps> weird tools And Keys. whatnot. Oh my god. It was so fun. And it was also when we started our TikTok. It was really when this thing like. like actually began and like we had been planning that photo shoot for so long and part of the reason we were planning it for so long is it got delayed because of covid um Uh, but i almost feel like it it was better that it got uh, no i'm also glad it got delayed but like we it it was like sort of the first step of this that was like our first baby coming into fruition yeah oh i love that um what else uh Oh, working out with my trainer, which is such an interesting statement because I usually hate working out, but I think I finally took uh, 24 years um, or at (laughs) least in this era of my life, I have found something with working out that works for me. I work out with a trainer twice a week. We do weightlifting for an hour and I love it. Like I love it. It's also, I think I love it because I've realized it's one, two hours. Well, that's not that much time, but two hours a week where I know I won't be on my phone. Yeah. And all I'm thinking about is like working out and yeah. And my ass looks incredible. Yeah. I miss feeling strong. It's a really good feeling and I miss it. That's what I feel like right now. I feel strong and that's like so and like I'll like feel my arms and I can like feel it. And I've almost been doing this for like a full year now Um, and it's just really cool and I really like it and I like the way it makes me feel which I never thought I would say about working out. Heck yeah. Heck motherfucking yeah. One of my things is that I've like I, I really like my coworkers that I have at Lulu and I've like them all along but I feel like it's only been in the new year that I've started like feeling like I have actual relationships with them and yeah. I've started seeing like hanging out with some people outside of work which like has been really nice and then I also have a friend who I met through an acting class and we literally that acting class happened in like September or something probably actually October but we kept having to delay actually having our plans happen that it didn't happen until 2022 yeah and a, she's just so wonderful and I love her so much and like just such a like I'm so glad that we're now friends but also like it, it feels really nice to like have made friends that are like outside of like my Elon or my Walnut Hill bubble right and like a lot of them are still in theater like a lot of people at Lulu are in theater performing whatever but it like it, it feels like I have more roots and like it's it's nice to like have other people to spend time with and to get to go like go out to drinks with my coworkers yeah. and talk about the like crazy guest we had that day. Right. Um, and it's just like, it's made me feel like, like I'm actually making progress being here. Like with like doing the guide to NYC, I was like, I've been here for a year and I still don't know anything, but like, that's one of the things that has made me feel like 
I'm starting to maybe figure things out. Yeah. I mean, like we said in that guide, like the city is so big and there were so many places, but that's something that I've known. Like I was like, oh, I couldn't imagine like moving to New York and like literally not having anyone besides your college friends. Because for me, I have my like hometown friends. So I feel very supported in, in a lot of ways. But I, I had been thinking about that recently because I was like, oh, like what if I had just come here? You know, I had like high school and college friends, which is like I it wasn't that I didn't have like quite enough friends. But it was like it's nice to sort of get to form relationships with people like starting where I am now yeah. versus the person I was four or eight years ago. Yeah. I would like to try and make new friends. I it's don't, hard. I don't know how to do that, but if there are any NYC podcasters that would like to meet up with us, we are here for if it. If you don't have a podcast, fuck you. We don't yeah. want to be your friend. If you are I'm not kidding. a podcaster. <laughs> oh my God. My friends, it's now like a running joke of they're like kind of in a competition of uh, who can do something m- most noteworthy and not even noteworthy getting on this podcast specifically worthy yes. of who is going to be able to get on first. Um, you never know who will mention. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Wait, you know what my next thing is? What? Pride. That's okay. on my list too. As, okay. As crazy as actual pride day was, I loved pride because you know, I've been hiding my section. <laughs> I, I'm not currently hiding it, but I was hiding it for like 10 years. Um, and so I think being and like even just like the knowledge of Henrietta Hudson and being able to go to a bar where there are people that are just like me and my relationship isn't the minority in the room or the one that's like standing out is like such a big deal to me. And I think pride was just so great because it was this moment where I got to feel like who I am is really cool and special. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, I didn't kiss anyone. So that was a slight failure on my part, but I did have a really fun time. Yeah. And like, I, I get that. Like as much as I've been out for a very long time, I still have a lot of ways to go as far as like actually being super comfortable in my sexuality. And I know that's same. Let's say that's the thing. I've, I've been out for now like six years, but part of it is like, a, I just didn't have that many queer female friends. Yeah. B like, I've just not been in a queer female relationship and C like you just kind of like, you don't have to entirely start over. Like that's dramatic of me to say, but like, heterosexual relationships are so demonstrated and taught to us and like we're socialized how to do them and not that like everything's completely different in a like queer relationship but there's a lot of things that are different different. and like I feel like I'm starting like it feels to a certain degree like you're starting over and like I think particularly also like being femme like people don't read me as being queer and so like like I'm working on trying to like I know that's another that's a goal in the next like six months to into 2023. I would like to make more queer friends. That's something that I've realized is just so important because these are people that are that understand your experiences like no matter what because I agree with you like I still really struggle with my identity and being around people that are similar in this way is just important. And even on just like I mean this is there's not really great demonstration of sex for heterosexual couples either because porn is, you know, a really bad representation. But like, I've never had sex with a woman. I mean, I've had very sex with very few people. I've had sex with two people. 
And so like even in heterosexual sex, I feel behind much less in like queer sex. Like I already feel like there's so many, like I even have friends who are queer and like, if they know a girl like hasn't been in a queer relationship before, they're like, Oh, I don't want to deal with that. And that's fair to say, but it's like, Oh fuck. I'm only 23 and I'm already too far behind. That's not nice. But like, I, you know, what's interesting about like, so I mean, I had queer sex when I was really, really young, but I don't think I was realizing that I was like really doing the thing. I was late to the sex game. Uh, you know what? I never thought that. I, I mean, I, it's because like literally my first experience, sexual experiences were with women. And I think because they were with women, like we just did anything and everything because it was like, oh, this is like nothing, you know. Um, but now being older and like having like queer sex i'm like i never realized how much sex dominated around a penis oh yeah like it's that's when it wild ends as far as our like conception of everything sex ends when a dude comes literally and to and like i'm still working on transforming my mindset because like it's it's wild i'm sorry that's all i have to say is it's wild like no dude i agree it's wild so if you're in a heterosexual relationship girly make it about you because dude i was there and i i i don't blame the person because i was not honest no i i don't blame anybody but i'm getting more wine drunk at this point so now i'm just rambling Eh. Eh. okay i also know my parents don't super listen like they haven't even reached the fourth of july episode anymore so i'm not really stressed my parents don't listen anymore and if they do they can turn it off i think my (laughs) sister-in-law does listen though who i saw this week so uh if you are listening hi jess your kids are super fucking cute oh that's so sweet so two trips so napa chef's kiss i will be getting married in napa that's where it's happening but my favorite trip of 2022 so far is marblehead literally i was thinking about this here and i was like oh my god that trip i just had like the best time like it was the first time in forever that i felt like i could like slow down my mind we drank wine there was so much great food we went on a boat like we saw fireworks like i just had so much fun in marblehead like marblehead was a 10 out of 10 friend trip Okay, something really funny. Like, literally right when I got home for this trip. Yeah. My dad was like, oh, Lori, you and I need to go and, like, listen to the episode that takes place after they visited us. Oh, shit. Like, saying, like, that we were going to be, like, shit-talking them. And he wanted to hear what we said. And I was like, do you really think that, like... I'm going to go on the podcast that I have and be like, yeah, my parents let me and a bunch of my friends come up and visit and they provided food and housing for us and were super nice and took us out on their boat. Fuck them. I know. That's I was like, so crazy. I literally like I had oh, the best time. Julia vouched for me. She was like, yeah, Sarah was raving about the food. And I was like, Jeffrey. Oh, my you God. Don't know I shit. literally cannot stop thinking about that corn. Like, <laughs> every time like literally every day i think about that fucking corn like it was i i just it was a 10 out of 10 trip like i just loved it i had the best time and then my partner got to be there and then our friends were there and your fit like i just had such a great time so that was a highlight for me yes yes oh i'm next i lost my phone 
my phone has this my is list. i'm like i'm progressively getting because i haven't eaten in a little bit so that that's good everyone i ate right before you came so oh, okay um boop, boop, boop. i had avocado toast at like 2 p.m uh, i avocado toast for breakfast oh my gosh we're avocado toast girlies uh. <laughs> oh my god this is so <laughs> i ubered everyone <laughs> um so this is a really small one but one of my friends and i have started a tradition um where we watch uh we've been watching the harry potter movies on monday nights um most of the time like i've cooked us food and then we watch them a couple of the times i've been too tired or that one time where i was just way too fucking stoned um (laughs) that night was funny i bet it was not for me but for her i bet um and like that's just a i really just as a person enjoy structure but like like that's the type of thing of like that i sort of dream about like i've watched my mom like with her college friends like when they get together and like like everyone in my family like like, when we cook everyone sort of like helps in and like it's like everything all together and like my two of my mom's college friends who i know really well like they're part of like this like food club where they like i don't know i think it's once a month like there's a theme and they all cook something they gather and like growing up my parents were like apart and by apart i mean like it was this made up like dinner club that was just like a bunch of our family friends we'd all get together really often yeah and like i really love those like consistent things that you get to have every week because i think it's really easy for time to go by and to keep forgetting to make plans yeah and like 100 percent. i love knowing that like no matter what like monday night one time it was wednesday I had like I'm gonna cook dinner and we're gonna watch Harry Potter and we had planned out all of like the things we were gonna watch after that, but she she might be leaving town, um, Ooh, which makes spicy. me sad. So we're like we gotta get through the fucking Harry Potter movies. Um, yeah, but yeah, things like that. Like they're really simple but make me so happy. And like I learned how this winter not learned. I mean it's very easy to make pizza dough um, with my basil plant. And so like one of the times before we even started watching the movies, I like made us like little personal pizzas and oh, did a lot of things go so wrong cute. with them. Absolutely. But was it so much fun? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's like all about being young. Making food has always been like, I think a huge part of my family's like social yes, dynamic. That is. Like, our, you never saw it, but like our old kitchen, like the kitchen and the family room were connected. Got it. So like, I like that because yeah. I feel like very opposite to that. Like I am not a cooker. Cooking gives me anxiety. Food gives me anxiety. Um, but maybe like I need to make it a social event. It's really fun. And like just cooking for like a singular person is a lot harder than cooking for a group. Yeah. Like making meals for one person is not as fun <laughs> as cooking for a whole group of people. And like I would love to have stuff like that. But I recognize like A, our schedules are all so crazy at this point. And be like, none of us have spaces that could handle that yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. That's very true. Very true. Well, my last thing is this podcast. LOL. Imagine <laughs> I didn't mention it. I, like, I can judge myself so much and hate on myself so much. But at the end of the day, every single week, I am showing up to something that I took part in creating and that isn't required of me. And like, it makes me really happy. Like literally on our recording days, I get so excited. I'm like, I can't wait to get on that fucking mic. Like I, like when I listen to other podcasts, I'm like, I want to be on the mic. Like I love it. And it makes me so happy. And that's why I get so like 
it, like crazy about its growth and whatever <laughs> because it's like you love it and it's like you want when you think you have a good thing you want it to like you know yeah but it's meant so much to me having like a project to put my love into right especially when things are so uncertain and nothing is guaranteed i'm like this thing that we have is like guaranteed like every week i can work on it and and put put effort toward it and i just remember a part of my a part like of my life where i was just not doing well and this would never have been in the cards for me to like put something out there so yeah i love it i love this pod love the cfc fam Uh, eh. my final one is sort of building on that and it's the cfc like community is pretty small there's not we don't have that many listeners like this is a relatively small community but i kind of since the start of this new year have been having like a, a harder section of my life as i've spoken about some on the podcast like It's just I've been having a tougher time with things. And I honestly like I'm not kidding or joking. Even if I sound like I'm joking, I'm not kidding when I say like I am terrified of the future and I really don't know what I'm doing. And like that scares me so much. Yeah. But like all like the people that we've gotten to speak to of Uh. like getting to hear about like their uncertainties and like even like in like the Instagram polls of getting to hear of like people's good things that week like people I don't know but like getting to like celebrate and be a part of like their joys or their sadness like it's made me feel not so like utterly alone like I think post-grad this age but particularly with like mental illness you can feel really alone and you can feel like you're the only one that's broken and getting to like meet the people that we have have really made me feel like I can do it and that like I'm not an awful person and I'm not completely broken and just getting to like meet all the people and build this little community that we have has really just it's it's meant more than I think people know a hundred percent I couldn't agree more like like I've talked about this video now three times, but the video that I recently posted and people commenting on it, I'm just like, this is why I wanted to do something like this because I want always have wanted since I was younger to feel less alone and to create a community for people to feel less alone. And I just feel so grateful that we have this and no matter where it goes, I feel like there, this will always be something that is just like really special. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, done with the wine rambling. Now I'm like, I have rambled. <laughs> I ate a whole thing of pasta with uh, tomatoes and buffalo mozzarella See, that I stole from my parents there right before this. So I, I'm doing great. That I'm glad you're doing great. Also, like, when I told I need food, I asked my mom if I could steal some of the pasta and she just made a face at me and she was like, huh? And she was like, do you mean just if you can take home some of it? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, Why'd you say steal? And I was like, I don't know. It's a more fun option. Yeah. I feel like I would say steal too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed our lows and our highs. And happy, (coughs) not actually, but (coughs) 
uh, six months halfway through 2022. Yes, almost six months of the pod. So I feel like that's... Yeah, some- if yeah. you average them out, it equals six months. Math, that's how it works. Per period. Anyways, if you are enjoying the podcast, please follow us on Instagram at Completely Fucking Clueless. And on TikTok at Completely F-C-K-I-N-G Clueless. Please do all the things like rating, reviewing, subscribing. Yes, we love a subscription. Um, we love TikTok followers. We love Instagram followers. We love all the followers. And if you listen to this and you really fucking hated it, let us know if you liked it. Also, please. Like, yes, we love feedback. We love hearing from you guys because it helps us determine like guests that should come on, what we should talk about next. So, yeah, that really helps. Also, it just feels good on my brain and my ego yes i just love talking with y'all like seriously when people dm me and they're like i love the episode i'm like oh i just love talking to people i know i almost always let sarah reply because i feel like whenever i do my replies they're just so awkward i know sometimes i like specify to people like hey this is sarah i'll like say awkwardly and then some people who communicate with our social media like on a more regular basis will realize that it's it's me yeah i whenever i say something i say that it's audrey specifically because i know the default is you but i just get you can always reply i know i just like i always feel so like i get weirdly like formal (laughs) (laughs) see i'm the opposite i'm like hey queen i'm really good at speaking human not good at writing that's okay we got this we're doing the thing yeah anyways Have an amazing Tuesday, everyone. Have an amazing week. And do not forget to be motherfucking clueless. Usually I come up with something to say after she says that. And I kind of forgot to this time. So, um, bye. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Anytime I hear ASM, I still think this is a space manager. Like, we have ASMs at my store. They're actually changing it to AM space managers. Every time I hear it, I'm like, is this a space manager? Thank you.